Hello, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on these interviews, we've been interviewing people from around the world at every, all different life stages, everything from people in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. And our guest today just turned 60, and she decided to celebrate over there in Bali, Indonesia. I had actually a milestone birthday this year as well. I turned 40, and I celebrated in... Uh, uh, South Africa doing an animal safari, which is high on my bucket list. And I, uh, you know, a lot of us who have bucket lists, we usually uh, say someday, uh, add it to the list, but we don't actually do it. And it's one thing to dream it, whole other thing to do it. So good on you, Susan, uh, for uh, doing it, uh, for uh, putting a fork in it, as your book uh, uh, says. Uh, so, Susan, we're going to be interviewing her about her book. You need to start. Uh, Suzanne. Suzanne? Yeah, sorry, Suzanne, Suzanne, apologies for that. So Suzanne, uh, Suzanne has a book called uh, Fork It. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'll be interviewing Suzanne about her uh, travels around the world, about her digital nomad, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, making income online, about her book uh, she wrote. She's very passionate about health and fitness. Uh, so uh, she's over there in Bali, and uh, let's start off by um, finding out a little bit about yourself, Suzanne. Uh, if you want to share about your background and what uh, you know a little bit more about yourself in uh, you know two minutes or less. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Ricky. Uh, Suzanne Miles here from Bali, Indonesia, and a little bit about myself. I live in Vancouver, Canada. I grew up in Vancouver, and uh, however, when I was quite young, in my twenties, I uh, in the seventies now, I uh, went traveling for a big trip, six months backpacking, and we backpacked in the day when there was no technology with us, and uh, we went to Samoa, New Zealand. Australia, Fiji, Hawaii, and back to Vancouver. During that time, back in Vancouver, I sort of had this epiphany more. So I went back. I ended up spending 18 years, mm. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, um, and having an amazing experience. Including uh, from that experience, I have a beautiful daughter, and uh, so now I've been living back in Vancouver for a variety of reasons for many years. And here I am today, sitting in Bali, and uh, it's my June is my 60th birthday month. So we decided to come here and put that tick on the bucket list to come here too. Awesome. Super proud of you, Suzanne. Uh, you know, you've done a lot. I mean, uh, to publish a book is definitely a hard thing, and uh, uh, to make your travel dreams come true is a hard thing as well. But uh, it's only hard in your mind, right? So you got to actually break that mental barrier and achieve uh, those dreams. So Suzanne actually and me, we met uh, during a book writing workshop by our, our common friend um, and uh, Black Card Books, <laughs> right, Jerry? Yeah, yeah. Black Card Book. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, Suzanne, uh, tell us about your travels, uh, you know, uh, uh, in those uh, 60 years uh, of your life so far. What has been some of your highlights of the different cities, countries, and continents you've visited so far? Well, the first thing that captured me was when I was much younger, you know, like in the, I went in 1979 and my first stop, I had already traveled a little bit from high school to France and Italy. But the, back then, it was kind of a different path, and I had always wanted to go to Australia, always since I was a child. And so I kind of made it come true by uh, me, let's go traveling, and I said, yeah, let's go to Australia, and we did. And one of the, one of the funnest things that happened right away that I had never 
experience was we landed in Samoa, American Samoa, uh, Pango Pango, in fact, back in the day, and the jet came in on a short wow. tarmac, and all the people were lined up on the fence, <laughs> and I had very long blonde hair then. This is my natural color still bonus <laughs> but uh but uh back then i had very long blonde hair and, and people were just like whoa whoa and so it was fascinating that people were attracted to me in in such an amazing way you know they wanted to touch my hair and they were always following me around touching my hair and this was quite unique to me so that was fun i've traveled many places uh recently i've been to uh, sydney uh australia where i spent a couple of weeks uh hanging out there at the bondi beach and, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of the world in a different way than necessarily always hotels. So I'm more uh, of a traveler, although we, you know, I have done, of course, the vacation thing. But traveling and uh, letting go of um, things that were perhaps holding me back has always been sort of in my life. So here I am now starting a new journey in Bali as my husband and I are preparing to unhook ourselves from Vancouver and turn ourselves more into the digital nomad world and the nomadic lifestyle world that we're trying to create. And uh, that's part of the reason we do these episodes to inspire others to live this digital nomad life. And we love interviewing people at different stages, everything from well-established digital nomads who've been doing it for five to 10 years, to people who've done it for one or two years, to people like yourself who have just uh, started, to even people who are thinking about doing it. We just interviewed a, a Mary over there in Alberta, and she's actually uh, still in Alberta, and she's going to be leaving on a digital nomad journey um, in, the, in the fall. So, uh, Suzanne, uh, tell us about how you intend to make your digital nomad dreams come true. Uh, what are some of your plans and goals uh, moving forward? So one of the great things that I did, my husband and I did, was uh, back in 2011, we changed our diet and our lifestyle so we changed our, our diet in particular to a plant-based lifestyle now that started as just an idea to get a bit weller lose some weight we were kind of you know in our 50s we were starting to see that we were looking ahead a little and thinking gee it's looking pretty sick ahead of us there's so much disease and problems and and and, and so we decided to try to lose some weight and choose the plant-based vegan lifestyle that has now gone six years and and through that time many many things have happened that are very positive and one of the things is I ended up writing a book because the book became a, a platform that I could use as a business to create business, now we're starting. So I wrote this book, I started in 2014, and it was not in my vision, it was, but I didn't really think it would happen. <laughs> now it's happened, and so, um, and so now, here we are, and I'm able to uh, have the book as a platform to connect with people. So, for example, prior to coming here in Bali, which is a place we wanted to come uh, and to see to see if this is somewhere that we could spend more time in, uh, is um, in the book here. So through that, I've had meetings. I've had business meetings here already and uh, helping other businesses that are already here, that are in the plant-based world, that need help to get more exposure, that maybe need help even with menus. Uh, Right through to just waiting on a contract uh, for an event 
here in Bali, and uh, that would be have me coming back here in October, so pretty quick. And then, and then that event is expected to have two to four thousand people, and I would be one of the speakers on a three-day international event in Bali, Indonesia. So, so really that. Then, of course, bringing all our life that we can bring into the world and and create money streams and multiple streams of income in a way about having you know the, the nine five and the big and all those things that's over and my husband is I'm in his career so we're just kind of turning our so that we can unlock ourselves from uh, Vancouver and go out in the world with the book, with the messages, and it will lead to many, many things because coming with key to understand what would it be like to be uh, here in a foreign country. I don't speak the language that much, although it's very easy. Speaking Indonesian is actually pretty easy. Uh, you know, so Samu uh, Pagi, good morning from Indonesia. Um, it's really warm here. <laughs> it's warm here and it's beautiful and, and the people are very, very receptive to uh, having you come here and you know, Matt, this, this has become a really interesting part of, of coming here this time. So I think there's a lot of things that are on the on the go that we're starting to go get more excited about now that we're mm. here. Mm. And then one thing will lead to another because I yes. do one event and then another and another and another and I'm going to have a you know a table and then I've met a, a chef yes. and so I'm going to hire him a local chef and and there's all kinds of exciting things. It's definitely a ripple effect, Suzanne. I'm curious to know about how. Uh, you maintain your healthy diet on the road. I mean, uh, when we're traveling, we're sometimes on the go, you know, uh, finding a good restaurant is definitely hard. I mean, luckily, I'm in this uh, cool restaurant here in, uh, um, in uh, Georgetown, Guyana, where actually they have it good food gorgeous. and it's healthy. Uh, uh, they have a lot of plant-based food as well. Uh, um, so it's not always easy to find uh, good healthy food. A lot of it's fried, uh, a lot of it's um, uh, meat-based, and a lot of it's unhealthy. So how do you find it when you're traveling? I found it really easy. In fact, even uh, the airlines provide vegan food. Air Canada, I've taken many times internationally. They provide vegan food. Say so they're going out to Sydney, Australia, New Zealand, that kind of thing. Air New Zealand does. Uh, we came down here through China, so we flew with China Southern. They had a really nice for, for airline food, vegan opportunity, as did Garuda Air. So, so once we, so that was the start, right? Then we were learning, like, oh, okay, well, that's a good start. Um, I find it quite easy. We eat uh, mostly uh, fruits and uh, sort of turning more into a lot more fruit. So I'm not so much into the grains anymore. And sure, there's a lot of food here that could be fried that we could eat, and but there's juices. I've had stunning plant-based food here in even little tiny hole-in-the-wall place like the one next door where I am, you know. It's just a little place, but they can make a little quick watermelon juice, pineapple juice, guava juice. Uh, we can have, uh, there's a lot of tempeh here. I don't eat so much of that in Vancouver when I'm traveling, but I've sampled it a bit here. It's really good. They have a lot of moringa. Uh, there's a lot of different ways. I have some posts on my page and videos I've taken of food that's been presented to us that's raw and vegan, like gluten-free bread, 
uh, spreads made with cashew cheese and things like that is here. So I haven't found it difficult at all, and, uh, but I've been doing this a long time, and so I, I just know uh, what I'm up to here. What I'm looking for, and if so I'm a little bit hungry. So you wrote a book about it? Yeah, I wrote a book. Yeah. So uh, uh, tell us more about the etymology of the book. Uh, what made you go from having a healthy lifestyle to actually writing about it, documenting it, putting it into print form? So what happened was, was again, I started in 2011 because I wanted to, it's in my book, I wanted to lose weight. I had actually started to fall into the traps of the modern health system. And I just didn't want to spend my time going back and forth to the doctor. And uh, then it just pushes you in all kinds of directions. It takes away a lot of time, energy. Uh, it costs <laughs> in terms of everything. And uh, so, and we want to be well. And so anyway, I didn't really expect to write a book, but there you go, I did. <laughs> so that was one of the benefits and bonuses of pushing through and actually tackling something that can really have a transformation uh, opportunities for you, right? And so writing the book came about because I attended a seminar. And uh, when I met uh, Jerry Robert at Black Card Book, he said to me, I showed him my how much weight I lost. And he said, oh my gosh, you have to write a book. And, and, I, and I was there because I was curious. <laughs> and, and I thought, I need to share this with people. I want people to understand this. Um, this is something for people of all ages to, to enjoy. And, and as a result, I knew that I could use and have the book, because this is what he teaches, as a marketing tool to open doors to other opportunities that I wouldn't have seen. And honestly, I wouldn't have been here getting this contract here in Bali. I mean, had a meeting, hello, in Bali, <laughs> several in fact, and I wouldn't have been able to do that uh, if I didn't have the book. So the book is sort of forming a nice foundation, and then people here are very interested, and they all want my book, so this is really exciting. My book is in a in a, a, an organic, raw, vegan store, uh, sorry, store, restaurant here in Sonor. It's called... Um, secret moksha and they asked me you've got a book and I showed them and they went oh we would love a copy of your book so they have a copy and they're going to give it to their guests while they're waiting for something to read in addition to other content they have there because everything they make is made fresh on the dime they're not having anything prepared they have beautiful food there, coconut coffee, they've got banana pancakes, uh, they've got so many beautiful foods that we've had there, and um, there, and it's going to go in our hands of the people who are visiting, and they've already started, and I've already had feedback from them about my book, and what they've given to a few people to see what the feedback would be, right? So, so it's really opened up many, many doors that I was unexpected and to, to, to think that my book has gone around the world. Um, and I learned many, many things from Jerry Roberts. I've sent it to very famous people have my book because who gets a book in the mail? Part of my story, my inspiration, Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, Chrissy Hines from The Pretenders. It's gone to Perth. It's gone to, uh, oh, I don't know, it's gone to so many people. It's gone all over the world. And people want this information because it's not a cookbook. It's a book of information uh, for people to understand what's been happening to us so that people can gain that knowledge, go learn more themselves, and turn it into something that they can take forward in their lives in a strong way so that they stay with that.
So uh, tell us about the book itself. I mean, uh, what are the main uh, teaching points, the main takeaways? Uh, tell us a little bit about the content of the book itself, uh, Suzanne. Am I able to show you? Because I think the content really would help. Uh, the book is, uh, is, uh, is called Fork It, Keys to Amazing Health. Okay. And... Um, Okay, so this says here, right here, this book could change your life. Mm -hmm. All right, it did change mine. I didn't expect this. So I have uh, 10 chapters on, um, you know, understanding sugar. Patients is a chapter, uh, how to understand uh, the great disconnect, food is your medicine, what's going on in the industrial food system and why you should be frightened of it really <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's just a beautiful easy read so for example I did all the creative work in the book I made the book in a very easy format for people to read so if you picked it up you might think oh I need and let's just show you here this is an example I need almond butter in my shopping today if that inspires somebody to go and buy almond butter instead of something else bonus so I really made the book as an easy to read format with pictures, quotes, easily dive into this book. The feedback, you know, go get yourself some avocados. Avocados are easy, easy vegan food. You can do lots with it. You can make hummus with chickpeas, avocado, things like that. So there's many, many ways that you can utilize this book, and it's going to give people, uh, well, it says right on the back here, information, motivation, chronicling, chronicling my personal experience uh, with changing my food to gain amazing health and other, and this is the key, on other rewards, such as being in Bali, getting a contract. So we, uh, in this book, you will learn about lifestyle choices to help you gain amazing health and choose a plant-based lifestyle for your life. And so what's really exciting about it is that, is that this opened up many, many doors for us. Now I'm 60, my husband's 64, we've been vegan for, this is 2011, and now we can see, okay, won't that be fun to get this contract, come back to Bali? We might come and live here for six months of the year. We, don't, we know that we cannot cannot it's too expensive we don't have to, we don't have the ability and we don't want to just push it all into into that system anymore uh, we've worked hard all our lives and uh, we want to do more people and, and 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 the way to you know imagine I'm actually working on bringing a retreat here so as part of this upcoming event and so the retreat is really going to be a lot of fun because then it would inspire other people and 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 so this is the way that I can create a business now from that first platform of the book but mm -hmm. that would have even been there perhaps without it so that's just uh, a couple of quick thoughts here awesome I, I actually have a copy of that book back in Vancouver BC Canada where I'm from uh, Suzanne and me we met at this workshop we decided to trade books uh, because that's what authors can do we did. Uh, <laughs> I have a I have a book uh, yes. as well. yeah for those who don't know my books called uh, wisdom from daddies where I interviewed over 100 dads about fatherhood and I put them all in this book it became Amazon bestseller on uh, Father's Day four years ago and I'm definitely uh, pushing out there every Father's Day and throughout the year I mean there's fathers being literally formed as we speak <laughs> so if you're I a dad know. make sure you grab the book and if you're if you're wanting to get healthy make sure you grab Suzanne's book called Fork It. Um, so Suzanne uh, what has the book done for you because there are a lot of people who just think 
the book itself, uh, you're going to ma make money on the book itself. But it's not really as simple as that, is it? Um, tell us a little bit more yeah. about your uh, discovery upon becoming a published author. So becoming an author is a very exciting opportunity because the key is to complete the book. You gotta, if you're gonna write a book, you gotta complete the book. Yes. Because yes, otherwise, yes, yes. you have to complete the book. And it's not that hard to write a book anymore. And, you know, I had guidelines and I had support systems and so on and so forth. And I had the story. I'm living the story. So this book, I am living. And this is, I can write another book. And indeed, I've come up with a new title while I'm here. Uh, so we do have book two coming. And the book itself uh, is, is more like a door opener. I call it the biggest business card you've ever had. So if you want a new business card, a book is handy. It doesn't have to be earth shattering. It doesn't have to be something that's never been thought of. It doesn't have to be, be something that, that you can't do. It's something you can do because we all have stories. We've all had different things of transformation, but we're forgetting this. So as we move forward, uh, this book is really uh, opening many doors because I can post it, like I said, to, to influential people. I can post it to radio stations. I can post it to presidents and CEOs and HR and companies. Uh, I can post it to those people. I can do lunch and learns, which I've done. Lunch and learns are an awesome way to dive into a business. And maybe there's a few people and they're sitting there eating their food and they're bored at their work and you can jump on. And, and I have a way that I can help um, the business and myself so that we both win. So imagine if, if uh, you want me to come in on a lunch and learn in your business. Right. So there's opportunities there for that. And, and imagine then if that company gave everybody a copy of my book as a gift, you know, and helping those companies further transition. Maybe it's that you need to put a, uh, a blender, for example, uh, here where I'm staying, they put a blender here for us so that we could make smoothies and juices. So this is uh, other ways that you can use the book. And the book was, um, I found really easy to write because I'm living it. And so I just wrote the book and then publishing it. But here's the thing. Not everybody wants your book. Not everybody's going to buy your book. The book is a business card. Mm, so yes. when I when I wrap my head around uh, that idea that it's and it moves you away from your ego, you know, uh, into another way and interestingly enough the most people who have bought my book are not people I know they're people out in the world that want the information and so so it's a really exciting to think that you can impact and help people around the world that you don't know this is awesome Absolutely. So it's, yes. yeah and so many many things are coming I have two more trips booked actually I'm gonna have mm. three and I'm going on a very big influential cruise next year with some very big um, leaders in the vegan plant-based industry that are doctors such as Dr. Colin Campbell who wrote the China study. So I'm interested in raising my education and interested in more around that, the, 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 the facts of it. And I really want to people to understand that this is for everybody. It's, it's for everybody. And so I'm going on a big cruise to meet all these influential doctors. 2,000 people are coming. I am wow. looking to be also a speaker on this cruise and participating uh, poolside, giving green drinks. And they're going to have an author's uh, book area. So I'll be bringing books and so on. So many, many things have opened up from this book that were unexpected. So it's not the book. The book is the, the, book is the business card. So if you want a big business card, uh, write a book.
Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, a typical business card it gets thrown in the wayside. People crumple it up, just stuff it in the wallet. But a book, no one ever throws away a book. They might donate it or they might uh, uh, give it to a friend, but they don't ever throw it in the garbage. So uh, a, a book is a great way of just getting your name out there, building up your brand, uh, really using it as a platform to build your business, doing things well, like what Suzanne has done, speaking around the world, you know, in Sydney and in Bali and on the. Uh, Cruise, and I'm speaking into being that you're going to be a speaker on the cruise, uh, etc. Uh, so, Suzanne, uh, for those uh, listeners and viewers uh, who maybe don't even know where to start, I mean, uh, sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming writing a book. Oh no, you know, fifty thousand words, a hundred pages. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, how an aspiring author can get the ball rolling. Uh, you need to have the desire, the will, you need to have the courage, you have to have the desire, you have to have that spark, and you have to be able to, I called it, swim, push all of your uh, distractions away. So I was very, um, you know, uh, grounded in the idea that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be distracted and pulled in many, many ways here. Uh, it's easy to get, oh, well, I better go and have this and do that and do this and do that. No, I focused on the book to complete the book. And so it's a, it's a really important thing. And we learned this again because, for example, we are letting go more and more and more stuff. So we sold our apartment last year in Vancouver. We sold our condo and we downsized and we got rid of 80% of our of our stuff and um and you know we had a lot of things not a lot but we had enough that it was like oh we have way too much and that locks you down and so letting go was part of it so that also comes from um transformation such as we did right because we had to let go of what was to become what is and so this is key and and uh it's it's a practice it's a discipline and once you get going you can just transformation that over and over again in many many ways because because you get excited you have more freedom you have more time so writing a book I found to be um, easy I just started with the word the that's a good way to start <laughs> and then I just went and did it did it and then you know when I was and and so for example if I just look at um, you know just really quickly I started this one, the first chapter, it's called Summer of 2011. My doctor had sent me for a second time to consult with a surgeon. And I just started with that, and it just sort of rolled because I had the story. It's my story. And then from there, my husband's in here and so on and so forth. So, you know, sustaining newfound vegan lifestyle. That's another beginning of a chapter. So it's not like you're trying to reinvent the wheel here. You know, and, and today with technology, well, we didn't have that. I never had the old typewriter and the paper and crumpled it up and I wasn't stressed and sitting here. No. <laughs> I just wrote the book because we have the technology. I could see how many words I'd done, how many errors were there, all those things. And I didn't really, and this is key, I didn't focus on looking back until I completed the book. So I just wrote the book and that was one of the things I learned was uh, get it down and get it right later get it down and get it right later. That was a big aha for me because otherwise you spend all your time in thinking about that's not right and this word and, and all of these things that are details that you'd never move past the first chapter, which is I think why many people never continue and get to publish. That's just a quick thought there. 
Yeah, you know, those of us who are perfectionists, which is a lot of us, <laughs> sometimes we uh, want it to be perfect before we publish it because, oh no, what if there's a spelling mistake? What if there's a grammar mistake? But guess what? Most of the most famous books uh, also have mistakes. Uh, I know the story about Robert Kiyosaki, uh, famous author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. His first edition had mistakes, second edition, etc. And it still became a New York Times bestseller. So, uh, you <laughs> no. know, Robert Kiyosaki can mistake, so can you. And what I learned from the publisher was that most people aren't going to really look at the detail and they're not going to spot it and they're not going to see it. And indeed, and I really found this to be fascinating, most people aren't going to read your book. Most people will probably read the first chapter or they'll read up to page 67, I think it is, or 34. <laughs> they're not going to read the whole thing. Yes. And maybe for maybe some people might, of course, and bless them for that. Not everybody will. And so this was also key. My book is beautiful. I've had very good feedback from my book. It's very informative. People like it because it's information. And, uh, and so, yeah, uh, it, you can't get caught in those details. So get it down, get it right later. And so when I went back and looked at it, I thought, holy, look what I've done. I could actually dive back in and, and add many more things because I've learned so much in the process, but I didn't. See, there's the discipline. I went, no, I'll submit it. And then I'll take a look at it once they give it to me in its format, and then I'll make some adjustments down the line if I need to. And yes, I did, but they weren't so much around the book. They were more around the visual of the book and how I could make the book more attractive and interesting and easy for people to read anywhere in the world, including here in Bali, where people are looking at my book who don't speak English, and they're loving it. I love this. They're learning English from it. Awesome, awesome. Who knew? You see? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely inspiring, you know, the, the fact that you've written this book and now you've uh, built a whole business around your book, uh, speaking and training and uh, teaching people, inspiring people, coaching people, etc. Uh, so Suzanne, if people wanted to purchase a copy of the book we're talking about, if people wanted to find you online, uh, connect with you on social media, uh, how can they do those things? So I have uh, also now built a website, so it's www.suzannemiles.ca. And in there, you can find my Instagram. I have an active Instagram. You can find it at my before and after, my story. I've also been studying since this book came out to add more to my, my um, travel bag. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I have uh, be, uh, become a life coach. Awesome. And so I'm interested in doing life coaching, and I've already started that. I've also been doing other studies uh, from uh, universities around the world. So I'm interested in happiness. So I just got my certificate yesterday from uh, Berkeley University. I completed a course called The Science of Happiness. So, uh, so all of that you can find at SuzanneMiles.ca. I have a blog there as well. And uh, my book is there and how to find my book. And I'm happy to, when I get back to Vancouver, uh, you know, ship some out to people if they want them. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, if anybody needs my help, I'm here to help in any way I can. Awesome. Uh, so definitely check out SuzanneMiles.ca and make sure you connect with her in social media. Grab a copy of the book. You know, it'll definitely make you healthier as a traveler, just living locally wherever you are. Uh, so thanks for your uh, insights. And uh, we'll definitely have you back on the show as your, uh, your digital nomad business comes into full fruition, as you will. I really appreciate it, and I really wanted to thank you, Ricky, for all your inspiration. I've been following your story since I met you, and um, just congratulations. You're inspiring so many people, and I'm one of those people, so thank you for having me.
That's why we do what we do, to inspire people to travel the world, to make an income, and to make a difference. Because there's no uh, point if you just make a lot of money, but you don't help others. That's correct. Absolutely. That's correct. Thank you, everyone, for listening, if you're on iTunes, or to, uh, for watching, if you're on YouTube. If you were listening and you, if you didn't catch a glimpse into Suzanne's book, highly recommend to watch the video on YouTube as well, where you'll be able to uh, watch us as we speak, not just listen on your iTunes or on, in your car. So uh, make sure you connect with us on uh, social media as well, Digital Nomad Mastery. And uh, we'll see you somewhere down the road, hopefully. Uh, thank you, Suzanne, uh, for your time. And uh, happy travels as you head back into Vancouver. <coughs> Thank you so much, Ricky, and we'll see everybody soon. Peace and love. From Bali. Peace and love from Bali, from Georgetown, Guyana. And, uh, you know, if, if uh, Suzanne can make her travel dreams come true, if I can, you as a listener, you and a viewer can make your travel dreams come true as well. So thank you for tuning in to Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make a difference, how to make money while traveling the world. <laughs>